Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast. Chris is here. You know what? Somebody messaged me today. Yeah. And it's funny because... Hi, everybody, by the way. Their message kind of implied that, like, I don't know why people like you on the show. I absolutely know why people like you on the show. Like, you're funny, right? You're lighthearted. You know, you're just a different energy. But anyway, um, she thought maybe I didn't know. (laughs) 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 She, she, She said something like, I think people, the reason people like Chris on the show is because he brings out, like, your lighter side. Well, I mean... I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like, it's not a comedy show. So like when I'm doing solo episodes, but I was like, yes, he's funny. Oh, and then she said, you guys seem to really like each other. I'm like, well, good thing. Gosh, if these walls could talk. (laughs) Wouldn't it be (laughs) terrible if we did not like each other? No kidding. That would be awkward. Yeah. You look tired today. Uh, I'm all right. Um, Got more yard work to do. So yesterday, guys, this is kind of funny, and then we'll get into your questions. There's some great questions today, and we have a giveaway, of course. I went to go pick up groceries, and I knew that Chris was going to have a fire in the yard, and like he just loves to do that, loves, right? You love big bonfires in the yard. Yeah. It allows us to get rid of things. Yeah. Burnable things, like, you know, wood. Furniture in the basement that, you know, just is broken and in disrepair, and he's going to burn it. So I come back, and we we have an unfortunate number of, of um, scary fire stories here. <laughs> <laughs> here in this property. So anyway, he's here. His buddy's here. Chris had chopped down a tree, and they're, like, carrying the tree over to the fire. And um, his friend says to me, Oh, he threw something on the fire. His friend threw something on the fire. And I was like, please be careful. And he's like, oh, no, I'm fine. It's Chris that set his back on fire earlier. And I was like, what? I'm sorry, what? He's like, yeah, he he ripped his, his shirt on. He had like a flannel like button down on. He's like, he ripped his shirt off and was like, dude, is my back on fire? And yeah, sure enough, his shirt was on fire and I had to pat it out. So Chris comes over a few minutes later. I'm like, did you burn your back? And he's like... A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Just the shirt. It's a half dollar size hole in the shirt now. No big deal. But it's crazy that like your shirt could set on fire and not really burn your back. Yeah, no issue. No issue with the back at all. So can we just be careful today when you go out there for the fire? No. But we've got some questions. We do have questions. But before we get to the questions, we've got two giveaways today for one person. Oh. And I said this last week. I don't know why I'm surprised by it. I guess it's because I don't talk about it much. But we have gotten more questions about sleep plus and people are finding this like weird product on Amazon called sleep plus that is not the sleep plus I'm talking about guys when I talk about the non-melatonin natural sleep aid and listen to past episodes if you don't know why it's important that it be non-melatonin and that means not contain melatonin um listen to past episodes but um 
it, you're not going to find it on Amazon. It's not on Amazon. So whatever weird product people are sending me screenshots of on Amazon, it's not that. So going to give away another bottle of Sleep Plus. Um, this is from Amare. If you want to know where to find it, how to get it, learn more about it, you know, check out all the specs and the educational videos and stuff on it, just DM me on Instagram. I'll send you the link. The other thing we are going to give away, and this one's like over 100 bucks. This one right here. Uh, it ain't cheap. Um, we are going to give away as long as it's just as long as our winners in a country where that's allowed. Well, um, I mean, it's not illegal. Well, every country is different. So this is a full spectrum hemp oil. You guys have probably heard of CBD oil. CBD is one cannabinoid in a larger family. The cool thing about this product, and then I've got a personal experience with it to tell you about that just happened the other day, um, is that it's full spectrum, meaning it's not just CBD. Obviously, there is no THC. THC is the component of marijuana that gets you high. There's none of that in there. Sorry. But we have, we have a system in our bodies called the endocannabinoid system. So when we talk about things like CBD, we're not introducing something that's like totally foreign to the body. We have a processing system called the endocannabinoid system. And this obviously works works with that. But the thing I like about the full spectrum is that it's it's not so isolated to just give you the CBD or the cannabidiol. It is giving you multiple endocannabinoids. So it works more comprehensively. But if you want to learn more about it, I can I can point you in the direction to learn more. Here's the crazy thing. So earlier this week, I posted on my Instagram stories that I have been having a big problem with pregnancy-induced carpal tunnel, like constant pain and discomfort um, in my wrists and in my arms. And yes, I'm wearing braces and, you know, doing all of the, the commonly recommended things that they say to do, sleeping with them elevated and all that. I can tell you guys, it has been a real problem. Her lack of being able to sleep has really impacted my ability to sleep. <laughs> and... It's BS. That's a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Honestly, like tr full transparency here, it means that I sleep in one place and you sleep in another. Just to, to for my snoring not to keep you from sleeping. Yeah, because really. I'm it's up. Not, yeah. It's not because I can't sleep next to you. It's because you can't sleep next to no, me. No, but you get woken up a whole lot less <laughs> when I'm not next to you because I, if you were next to me, I'd be like, Babe, roll over. Rub, rub my, my hands. hands. Yeah. Rub my forearms. <laughs> um, but anyway, I have tried a lot of different things, multiple different gloves, chiropractic, this, that, the other thing. So the other day I posted and, and people had suggestions, most of which I had done. Um, but Dr. Beth Westby, who you guys know, she's been on the show a couple times. She's a good friend of mine. She sent me a text and she was like, have you tried any kind of like hemp or CBD oil? And I was like, orally and she said no topically oh. and what I'm going to send out today it's that like I said is over $100 is typically oral so it's like a dropper you put a couple drops under your tongue so the other day I was just like well I got nothing to lose I took the dropper and I just like started rubbing it on my wrists and interestingly on the inside of my wrist um, like right where you would check your pulse, when I rub my finger on it just super lightly to rub in the um, the hemp oil, it was like sending electric shock, shocks up my whole arm. Like there was just such sensitivity, even just gently rubbing my finger over it. But I, you know, all around my wrist, put it on there. And like three or four minutes later, probably not even, honestly, it was probably less than two minutes, I went into the bathroom 
and I kind of ran my finger over my wrist again just to see if it was still wet, like if I was going to stain my sweatshirt if I rolled my sleeves down. And there was no traveling of the pain, which is crazy. So anyway, it obviously isn't just for pregnancy-induced carpal tunnel. Who knew that that was even a benefit? But it's for things like relaxation, anxiety, stress, also incredible for sleep. So this combination of the hemp, the full-spectrum hemp, and the Sleep Plus for sleep would be really, really powerful. Fantastic, yeah. yeah. So that's what we're going to give away. We will announce the winner at the end of the episode. If you want to win, three ways to do that. Number one, leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Number two, leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon. Or number three, and you can do this a hundred times, you can do this once, um, post on social, Facebook or Instagram, with an episode of this show that you're listening to or something that you've learned from this episode just or from this podcast, just make sure to tag me. Tagging me on Facebook means tagging Primal Potential Podcast. Tagging me on Instagram means tagging at Elizabeth Benton. So with that, you want to dive into these questions? I will. Our since first... you bring out my lighter side. Uh, well, it's better than the dark side. <clears throat> I was just thinking if we could like... Make me lighter physically. I feel a little heavy. Aren't we all? <laughs> seasonal affective disorder hitting us. No, it's locked seven months pregnant. And pregnant. Okay, yeah. That too. Yeah, there's that. Anyway. So uh, this first person says, I want to find a home business to start, but I don't know where to begin. A home business. I would love to retire from my nine to five, but I feel stuck. Good news. You're not stuck. Nobody's That's stuck. It's just what you're telling yourself. Yeah, like nobody's stuck. Okay. First and first and first and first and first. Have you tried journaling? (laughs) First and first and first is don't tell yourself you're stuck, right? Because you're not stuck. There are a hundred different avenues you could take to pursue this. Where I would start if I were in your shoes is talking to people who have home-based businesses, right? And that can be, you can think like, oh, I don't know anybody. Fantastic. The internet probably has a million people that want to tell you all about their home-based business. You know, like seriously, anybody with a business, not anybody, most people with a business really like talking about it. You know, that's just, just, just true. Um, Because they're proud of it. Yeah. And because it's, it's where they spend the majority of their time and they've learned a lot of things. And anytime you've learned a lot about something, you just like sharing what you've learned um, more often than not. So, What I would challenge you to do is whether it's people that you know or people that you will meet or random people on the internet from like a group that you join, start talking to people who have home-based businesses and ask a ton of questions. How did you get into this? What do you like about it? What do you not like about it? What mistakes have you made? What was the hardest part? What would you recommend to somebody starting out? Um, Those kinds of questions. And you're going to learn an obscene amount just by talking to people. But if you're just sitting at home with your own thoughts, the challenge with that is you're going to limit yourself to what is familiar. You know, before I started a business, if you had asked me, hey, Elizabeth, if you want to start a business, what are your options? I would have thought of my aunt who was the only, well, my dad was self-employed, but he was a builder. That wasn't on the on the table for me. Um, my aunt was the only person that did something that I felt like I could do. Uh, she started a call center, but I had like no desire in the world to start a call center. Yeah, it just didn't interest me at all. Otherwise, if you had said like starting a business, I would have thought of something like 
owning a franchise, which I didn't have the money to do at that point in time. So I don't want you to limit yourself to how you perceive it. And obviously, now we see many, many more examples of home-based businesses than I had seen when I was in my teens and my early 20s. But talk to people and not just in one realm. Like, don't just talk to people who do network marketing. Talk to people who... Make mittens and sell them or... Yeah, like talk to Etsy shop owners. Talk to... Talk to anybody. Talk to everybody. But that is where I would really begin. But the number one thing is you are not stuck. Whether you buy books or you take courses or you hire a coach or you talk to strangers or you jump in and you try something, it doesn't matter. There are a hundred ways you can go here. Stuck is not real. Also, don't wait until you have a foolproof plan. Oh my gosh, there is no foolproof plan. You know what I mean? So don't look for that. Just when when you find something, go. Yeah, absolutely. How many how many things have you have you experimented with in business in the yeah, last like a million? Just in the last four years. Uh, five, six. Yeah. What are some of them? Just so that people. Um, aerial drone photography. Yeah, uh, and you would never drone inspections. You had um, never flown a drone before you started that. Never. Never. Nope. And you were just Figured like it out. yeah. Real and, real estate. Yeah. Um, doing HVAC. Yeah. Sales. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just on and on. You and also on. talked to a guy about doing like mold inspections. Yeah. I mean, you try things, you talk to people. And the beautiful thing about being in business is that you don't have to spend a ton of money. Look, if you've got a few hundred thousand dollars laying around and, you know, you want to start a franchise, cool. Go for yeah. it. But you also don't have to. The other thing, and this is so lame and silly, but I find it really helpful. I'll be interested, Chris, to see if you find it helpful. This is like the lamest piece of advice I'll ever give. Watch Shark Tank. Ah, yeah. Don't you think? Like, isn't, I mean, I, I feel like that's super, super lame advice, but no, Shark here's, here's why. One. I like Shark Tank. Here's why. There's, what, 25 seasons or something like that? Yeah. There's like a crazy number of seasons. But every single person on that show has started a business. Yeah. And some of them are product-based and businesses. you're going to roll your eyes at some of them businesses. Oh, but and, and, well, here's the crazy thing. Some of the things you're going to roll your eyes at the most are like crushing it. You know, like the people who make the crazy foam hats. Remember the people yeah. who had like those styrofoam hats? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, nobody would ever buy that. And they had done like $2 million yeah. in the last 12 months. But you're going to see all sorts of ideas from products to services, physical products, digital products, everything. I have seen every single episode of Shark Tank. Yeah. And I also just... I like business, but if you want to learn, if you want to get ideas, if you want to see what mistakes people make, if you want to see like the things that go into a successful business, I mean, Shark Tank, if you want to kick me like a referral check, I'm sure they don't need it, but you know. What what up, Mark Cuban? (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag affiliate. You won't won't miss it. (laughs) Anyway, but seriously, that's real advice. I, I have found Shark Tank to be legit in terms of giving me ideas, things I've never, ever thought yeah. about before. Like people will have a problem, something that annoys them, and then they launch a multi-million dollar business. Solving like, the problem. Like the the one that was um, the people having trouble getting things off the top of their car, like snowboards or skis yeah. or whatever. So they made a, a... The little hook step. Yeah. Like the simplest little thing that you just clip onto the floorboard of your car. Anyway. Or um, paint savers. You know, like you open up a can of paint and you don't want to have a million half empty quarter empty gallons of paint and so they created these little little paint saver things. I mean anyway, just the scrub daddy. Talk to people. That's like probably billions now. So speaking of Shark Tank, who's your favorite shark? 
<gasps> impromptu question that from is, Chris. Good job. <laughs> good job. Maybe you're not as tired as I thought you were. Oh, so in terms of like. Just your favorite shark. You're overcomplicating the question. I, I am because I like different sharks for different reasons. It would be easier to tell you my least favorite shark. Right now, metaphorical gun to your head. Favorite shark. Robert Herjavec. Okay. I think it might be because I think he's really handsome. I like I like Robert. Uh, I, I love his story. I love you know, his story. Im- immigrant from nothing to awesome. But I always really, really value Mark Cuban's perspective and Mr. Wonderful's. I love Kevin. Yeah. Kevin's Kevin O'Leary. my favorite. And he's a New England guy. I love that too. But yeah. he, he's my favorite. Him in the test event. <laughs> anyway next question next otherwise we'll be here all day talking about Shark Tank we I, should do like a we talked about this we oh should gosh. have kept a notebook of like our favorite one we can go back and watch it they're all there I know that's maybe what I'll do while I'm not maybe. sleeping well, someone's going to take that from you now don't do it <laughs> <laughs> copyright <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> hashtag trademarked, trademarked. Question number two. I feel so overwhelmed with all the information that I can't get started. Can you help? So they're feeling so overwhelmed with information, they, they can't take that step forward. False. Bull. Right. But that's what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, you can. You're full of it. <laughs> it, it goes back to the last one, right? If you tell yourself you can't get started... You won't. Just take your step. It's just like saying you're stuck. You're not stuck. The bigger problem is that that's the story you're telling and that is the line you believe because here's the deal. You have put a barrier in front of yourself that you believe in. And it doesn't matter if I don't believe in it and the rest of the world think it's, thinks it's garbage. Do you know that everybody who wants to start a business, wants to lose weight, wants to improve their marriage, could take in as much information as you have and do something with it? Yeah. Like there's nothing about a ton of information that impairs us to take action. Nothing. What I would say to you is what's one improvement that you know you can make that you're willing to make today? It is that simple. You do not have to have a strategy. It goes back to what Chris said about starting a business. Like don't wait till you have a perfect plan. You don't, Martin Luther King said it. You don't have to see the full staircase to take the first step, right? right? That is the same thing here. Of everything that you know, What's one thing you could do to make your situation better? What's one thing you could do to advance your goals? That is all you have to do. That is why I love the approach of focusing just on today. You do not need to know every step that you're going to take for the next 30 days. And you know what? Even if you do, it's not going to be every step you take for the next 30 days. So yes, you can. What is one improvement that you're willing to make today and stop telling yourself you can't? One of my favorite quotes, and I think this is in Chasing Cupcakes, is can't lives on won't street. Mm. It's true. Make make sure you plug the author. (laughs) Of Chasing Cupcakes. I'll do that at the end. (laughs) All right. What do we got? Next question. I want to lose weight and get pregnant. You're fighting a losing battle there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, speaking from experience. No, I think these are two separate goals. Yeah. I want to lose weight and get pregnant. And progress seems so slow that I wonder sometimes what I'm doing wrong. So slow? Or did you say slow, slow? So slow. Okay. Progress seems so slow. Well, I've got good news. Not slow, slow. So slow. Progress on losing weight and getting pregnant seems so slow that they feel like they're doing something wrong. Are you expecting weight loss to be fast? Because it's not. So good news for you. You're not doing anything wrong. If progress is slow, check. And truly, for a lot of people, 
progress in fertility is slow. Yeah. It's and not a fast you process. You have to actually be having sex or, you know, being... You actually don't. Artificially inseminated. Yeah, you, you actually don't. There's there has to be a partner there, though. Well, whether it's not a real person or it's a real person. It's always a real person. It's just whether or not you see them. But thank you for being super obvious. Um, here's what I, I would mean, say about that. Here's what I would say about that. If you have the expectation that those things should be fast and therefore if they're slow, you're doing something wrong, I think you need to change your expectation because weight loss is not fast. No. And for most people, getting pregnant is not fast. So if you are seeing slow progress, you are doing everything right. And that is honestly all we need to say about that. Right. That's all we need to say about that. It is. It's going to happen in its time. If you are making slow progress, that is progress and that is how those things happen. So keep on keeping on. Facts. Yeah. Enjoy it. Next question. Chris with the big sniff. Please don't just do it again when I point it out. God, I'll give you the next question. Ah, next question. What are your thoughts on writing a book when your mind is telling you that you're not good enough? I keep writing, but it blocks my creativity when I keep hearing this voice in the back of my head telling me, this is stupid and I'm not good enough to be doing this. F that voice. Do it and not feel good about it. Yeah. Just Honestly, like, keep writing. You don't have to feel good about it or feel good enough to do something. How you feel is not a real barrier. It is an imagined barrier that only blocks you if you let it. And just the other day, so um, we named our daughter Dagny after Dagny Taggart from Atlas Shrugged. If you haven't read Atlas Shrugged, you should. Everybody should. It's and an amazing book. and everything else by Ayn Rand. She's yeah. just a great writer. Um. One of my old coaches, when I was pregnant with Dagny and I had told him that we were going to name her Dagny, yes. sent me these beautiful framed quotes from Dagny Taggart, this character in Atlas Shrugged. Yep. And um, we had them up in Dagny's nursery. And when we renovated the upstairs, we had to take everything down, pack it up. And I had these three things and I knew that I wanted to hang them again. I just wasn't sure where I wanted them, if I wanted them in the nursery or whatever. So the other day... Chris hung them up uh, in the hallway upstairs, right at the top of the stairs. And one of the quotes is, do it first and feel about it afterwards. And I, when I first heard that quote, it was one of the only things that this character said in the book that I didn't initially like really love. I mean, there's so many powerful quotes from her, but that one kind of made me go, do it first and feel about it afterwards. Is that like slap them in the head first and then feel sorry afterwards? Like I didn't really get it or like eat the pizza now, feel bad about it afterwards. I didn't really get it, (laughs) but that's not what it's about at all. It actually makes me think of what this person is saying. Like I don't feel good enough to write a book, write a book and feel not good enough later. You know, because the fact is no matter what you do, no matter how great you are, no matter how qualified or unqualified you are, how skilled or unskilled you are, there are going to be moments of doubt right? I have Chasing Cupcakes and it's done so well. And there are moments where I feel like it's not good enough. I'm not good enough. I shouldn't write another book. I don't have enough to say. I can't be helpful enough, whatever it is. Not feeling good enough is not a barrier, okay? It's really not. And I don't believe either that it's a block to creativity unless you let it be a block to creativity because it's not a voice popping up in your head that you have no control over. It is you. So while it might arise spontaneously out of habit, you determine how you respond to it. You determine if you fuel that with attention or 
if you don't fuel it with attention, if you believe in that story, or if you tell yourself something else. And honestly, when I, because I'm writing my second book right now, when I feel like it's not good enough or I'm not good enough, I keep writing, right? It's like, okay, well, let's do better. Five excellent minutes is better than 20 average minutes. Let's have five excellent minutes right now. And I have those thoughts, those doubts, those fears, those insecurities. It doesn't matter whether or not you have them. It matters how you respond to them. And if your response is, oh, this is blocking my creativity, then it will. If your response is, do it first, feel about it afterwards, I don't think you're going to find a writer out there who has felt totally equipped and capable and good enough at all phases in the writing process, even if they've got 30 books under their belt. There's always going to be doubt. I think that's part of like a driving force in creation. I think that's part of what it means to be a creative human being, whether you're an artist or you're a musician or you're a writer or you're an actor. It's just part of the process. So embrace it as part of the process and don't let it be a barrier. I agree. Well, I'm glad you agree. What is the next question? I I do what I can. Next one is, I need help with nighttime eating. Sounds like I wrote this one. Mm. I make great plans and stiff my nose. That's what I do because I just did it again. What? Sniffing. I did it again. Yeah. Can you just read the question? I make great plans, follow them all day, and it seems to all fall apart at night with kids and family stress and tiredness, eating, ending with ice cream. It's derailing my progress. I keep breaking the promises I make for myself. So I mentioned this earlier, and it really holds true here. This is why I love a focus just on today. And you probably all heard me say this a hundred million times before, but we can either focus on the problem in general, nighttime eating, I make great plans, they fall through at night, ends in ice cream. We can focus on the solution in general, I need help with nighttime eating, or where we're most effective is focusing on the solution specifically. What is an improvement I'm able and willing to make tonight? In the Changemakers journal that just launched a few weeks ago, you have a primary goal and you have three action steps for that goal. And I remember when I was at my heaviest, I had a routine of eating, well, a lot at night, but almost always at least a pint of ice cream at night, most nights, um, unless it was one of the like rare days that I was, you know, trying to be healthy. And what I started doing was opening up the pint of ice cream, taking a big spoonful with a, with a big spoon, not like a teaspoon, and putting it down the garbage disposal. And then I would go and eat the rest of the ice cream, but like that was an improvement because there was some of it that I didn't eat that I put down the garbage disposal. It wasn't a lot. I mean, it was probably less than a quarter cup that went down the garbage disposal, but that was an improvement. What is the improvement you're able and willing to make? Maybe you're going to do alcohol or dessert, but not both. Maybe you're going to pick one dessert instead of sampling four or five things. When I would overeat at night, I would have this narrative that was like, well, since I'm going to do it, might as well get it out of my system. And then I'd come home with like Twizzlers and ice cream and Doritos and this to like hit all parts of my palate. Because if you have a lot of salty chocolatey or sweet chocolatey, you want something salty or crunchy or whatever it is. So I would do all of that. And one of the improvements that I would make is I'm going to pick one thing that's really worth it. So if I'm going to indulge tonight, it's going to be one thing and not four things. Whatever it is, focus on the improvement that you're able and willing to make tonight. If you normally graze, then maybe the improvement you're able and willing to make tonight is 
I'm going to establish one thing that I'm going to have after dinner. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to enjoy it. And that's going to be it. And whatever it is that I want after that, I can have tomorrow. But that's the improvement that I'm going to make tonight. Number one, read Chasing Cupcakes, because I talk a lot about the mindset tools for this in the book. If you've already read it, read it again and focus on those parts and practice. And then the other thing is the Changemakers Journal. And the reason that I say that is because it helps you address the problem specifically, the solution specifically, I should say, instead of this big ambiguous, how will I ever stop overeating at night? You don't have to figure that out. You just have to commit to the improvement that you're able and willing to make tonight. Every day for everything, whether we're talking about fitness, we're talking about nighttime eating, or we're talking about anything, money, you name it. You're going to have a no spend day. I would say today would be a no-spend day for me, but I got that Whopper electric bill today. Yeah. yeah. Sure did. Sure did. Buy, buy more copies of Chasing Cupcakes, everybody. <laughs> it turns out <laughs> that radiantly heated floors. Electric radiant floor heating is When you leave it on all the time. If you have it on 24-7. <laughs> on 74 degrees. Yeah. Learned that when I called Chris. He was driving a friend to the airport. I was like, honey, what changed about our electric usage this month? And, and he's like, why? And I'm like, well, our bill more than doubled. Like, what in the world? And I mean, it's cold, but and, and construction ended. So I would have yeah. expected to see the electric bill go down. Oh, just the fact that the heated floors run 24-7. They won't anymore, though. No. No. I'm literally, like, dialing it down to, like, 40 degrees. How do we take these out? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to keep them. I just don't need to run them 24-7. Anyway, we have more questions? We do have a question left. Okay. I really like to work through practically working on goals when life gets tricky. I don't understand. What do you recommend? You know, tricky, unexpected injury, quarantine, house visitors, etc. I'm going to have to pull up the question because I don't understand the way you just read it. That's exactly as it's written. <sighs> practically working on goals when life gets tricky. Examples she gives are unexpected injury, quarantine, house visitors. What do you recommend? Actually... This goes back to what I just talked about with focusing just on today. Because if you try to have a system or a process or a flow that you expect to be the same every day, that's kind of how I used to operate. But it was a lot easier when I did that. Like I lived by myself. I didn't have employees. You know, at that point, it was very easy to be the same every day. And sure, there was little things that came up here and there, but I could control and schedule them. Now... Being married, having employees, having a million different things going on, contractors, this, that, the other. There's no way that every day can look like the next day. We've ruined it all for her. Which is why <laughs> I love focusing on today. That's why I created the identity or the change makers journal yeah. because I needed that for myself. So for example, this coming Friday, I go to Boston for my doctor's appointments. That messes the whole day up in terms of the way I would like for it to go because it's an hour and a half there. You got to get there early. The appointment's a good two hours. By the time you see everybody, this one will probably be more than that because I have lab work and then it's an hour and a half home. So it's like a thing. But I plan the day accordingly. So I'm not going to have the same workflow, the same process, the same schedule as I will on a Tuesday where I'm home all day with no meetings. Mondays tend to be heavier days for me because it's when I do daily mindset upgrades. I have meetings on Mondays. And so Monday does not look like Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. Focus on the day you're in because if you know, hey, 
Somebody's coming to the house on Wednesday. Then you coordinate what you're going to do and when you're going to do it around that with flexibility, right? It's not the end of the world if something that you plan to do doesn't get done or it gets done a little bit differently, but take it one day at a one day at a time, if you need a tool for this, I'm, I'm, it's not a, I mean, it's a totally shameless plug because it's really working for a lot of people. Check out the Changemakers Journal yeah. for sure. Shameless plug. It is. I think it's an epic tool. I think, I, it's I think you're right. I think it's people. a fantastic tool. I've been calling yeah. it a tool since you told me about it. Yeah. Any more questions? Nope. We have a winner. Who's our winner? Our winner is Training. So that's K-R-I-S dot K-E-L-E. S-E-Y dot T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G. And all you got to do is email Christopher at primalpotential.com. Let him know that you were the winner for 853, Sleep Plus, and also the Hemp GBX. Yes. And uh, we will ship it out to you. No matter where you live. No matter where you live. Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't entered to win for this week, you should. Leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon. Leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Those things you can only do once. But posting on social, tag me with an episode that you're listening to, that you're loving, something you've learned from the show, and you'll be entered to win. Because this is good. Like this, this is a good like uh, 175 bucks worth of stuff that we're giving out this week. Yeah, yeah. easily. And yeah. to our listener that is working on getting pregnant, stick it, stick to it. Keep it going. I wish you all the best luck. That's very sweet of you. All right, everybody. Have an amazing day. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.